Good morning and shalom. It is my privilege to bring to you the word of the Lord today. And I trust that God will speak to you, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever your situations may be, the word of the Lord will minister to you. My topic this morning is on perfect peace without pills. All over the world, there is an intense search for peace. I did a Google search and I typed in the word personal peace. And guess how many appearances came up? 1.11 million. I did a, another search on Amazon and I typed in books on peace. That the result shows 70,000 books on peace. People are writing, people are searching. People are hungry for peace. There seems to be a lack of peace in this world and in many of our personal lives. That's why all over the world, tons and tons of sleeping pills are consumed every day. People are depending on tranquilizers and other medication as well. Psalms 34 tells us, seek and pursue peace. But how do we seek and pursue this kind of peace in our life? Our theme for this year, 2021, is Encounter. And our theme verse is John 20, 21. When Jesus appeared before the disciples and he said to them, Peace be unto you. And as I have said before, this peace is a wholesome peace. It encompasses every area of life. It is a total well-being. In a previous session or, or sermon on crossover encounter, I said that human beings are made, up of, uh, are made up of three parts, spirit, soul, and body. And God speaks to us, basically through our spirit. But all three parts are important for God to communicate and for God to bless us in. And this peace that Jesus said, peace be unto you, is one that encompasses your total being, spirit, soul, and body. To elaborate further on this peace, let's turn it to our passage in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 to 4. This is one of my favorite verses when I was just a young Christian. I memorized it to heart. And it says here, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. God's answer to a world that is lacking in peace, to a mind, to a body, to a spirit that is lacking in peace, is Isaiah 26, 
verse 3 and verse 4. This is actually a song written by Isaiah to the people of Judah. They have forsaken the Lord, they have forgotten the Lord, they have neglected the Lord, and as a result, they were in miseries. They were under the control of the enemies. And in the midst of a very stressful situation, Isaiah spoke the promise of God, the promise of peace. We may be in a very stressful situation right now, in this pandemic situation. But even in this situation, God can, God can speak His peace into our life. The promise of God given through Isaiah was 2,700 years old. But it is still as relevant today. For the word of the Lord abides forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God says, my word will never pass away, and his word is still relevant for us today. So the Bible here tells us firstly, God is our source, and God is our peacekeeper. Isaiah wrote, you, you, oh God, will keep him in peace, perfect peace. The Lord is our source. It's only in God that we can find the peace that our heart and mind is craving for. And this God is a personal God. Bible says you, that's a personal pronoun. God is not a creator who created you and me and just left us in this world and go off somewhere else. No, He is a personal God. You, oh God, the Lord Almighty, the Lord All-Powerful, He is our God. He is the source of real and lasting peace. The problem with us is we are looking for peace in all the wrong places. Recently, I read an article on how to relieve yourself from stress and how to find peace. And guess what the article suggests? Keep some pets whether it's cats or dogs or whatever it is. Keep pets and talk to your dog. That's how you find peace. Now, I love dogs, you know, and cats and all those things. But wouldn't it be better for you to talk to a personal God and find that peace? That's the true source of our peace today. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16. Now may the Lord of peace, the Lord of peace, himself give you peace at all times and in every way. You, O oh God, will keep him in perfect peace. The word keep means to guard, to protect, to maintain. Actually, it is a military term. 
It is like a group of soldiers guarding a castle or a city. And that's how God keeps us. He protects us from the enemies. It is just like the UN peacekeeping force. Malaysia has participated in some of these in, in different parts of the world. And, uh, and the task of the peacekeeping force is to keep peace for the city or for, for the community. Now, there may be weaknesses in the human system of keeping for, uh, peace. But God's way of keeping peace is He guards us. He puts a shield around us. He watches over us. And there's the beauty of it. I need not fear because He's a powerful God. He's a peacekeeper of my spirit, soul, and body. He gives His peace and He guards His peace in my heart so that the enemy, the devil, so that no situations can rob me of this peace. Oh, how powerful that is. You will keep Him in. The word in means it is constant. Constant. God's peace is not just for a while, but it's constant for us. No matter what the situation is, good or bad, the peace of God abides. It is not, not only during our good times, but it is in all situations in our life. It works all the time. Whether the situations are good or whether it's bad. And there will be tough times, there will be good days. But God's peace is constant. It's just like somebody calling, you know, uh, uh, maybe uh, the, the, the mother calling the child, come into the house, out of the heat. When you are in the house, there's a constant temperature. Maybe it's an aircon place. Come in, that means come into that constant place where you will not be harmed at all. And there's the peace of God keeping us constantly in His love, in His mercy, in His protection, in His care, no matter what the situations are. There was a man who attended a missions rally. And at the end of the rally, he responded, and he wrote out a big check for the missions endeavor of the church. And he told the pastor that, he said, I have lost a lot of money recently in the stock market. But I'm giving this check. Because I know that I will never lose what I give. And I have absolute peace in my heart. That's the constant peace that God gives to us. It's beyond our understanding sometimes. It works at all times. There is a difference between the words or the phrase, all is right and all is well. All is right means everything is in order. Things are going well for you. 
You got an increment in your salary. Your children loves you and obey you. And everything is just working out fine. Do you have those days? To be honest, many of us don't have those days all the time. Even I don't have those kind of days when everything is right. But there is a difference between all is right and all is well. When we say all is well, it doesn't mean that everything is working out well for you. You may have a sickness. You may have just gone through a financial ruin. Your family may be even tearing apart. Things are not working well for you and you wonder about your future. But you can still say, in spite of all this, all is well. After all I have been through, I have got peace. And all is well. Remember the song? When the winds bellows blow, it is well, it is well with my soul. The song was written by somebody who have just had experienced tragic losses in life, in his family. And yet he could say, it is well. That's the difference. God will keep us. God will guard us. God will continue to be with us. This is a peace that God gives and the world cannot take it away. Perfect peace. You will keep him in perfect peace. The word perfect actually is not in the original Bible, in the Hebrew. But it's translated as perfect because it shows it's complete. Nothing is missing. But in the original text, in the, in the Hebrew text, the word is actually a repeat of peace. In other words, it is not it is not just perfect peace as translated in the English, but it is in the Hebrew, it says, Shalom, Shalom. Shalom, Shalom. Wow. When there is a repetition, it is for emphasis. But it is more than just an emphasis here. It is also for definition and it is also for interpretation. In other words, shalom, shalom emphasizes a double uh, 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 quality, the supreme quality of God's peace. It is what we call in English super superlative. Very powerful. It shows us and it, it shows the distinction between the world's kind of pseudo peace and God's kind of pure, perfect, complete peace. Shalom. Shalom. No wonder Spurgeon says, God does nothing by halves, but 
everything by doubles. God does nothing by halves, but everything by double. There is a double piece, double dose of peace here. Just as in creation, He did not just create by half, but He created by pairs. Everything God does is by double. Even the peace that He gives to us is in doubles. Different from the peace that the world can give to us. That's what perfect peace is all about. Shalom, shalom. It encompasses every part of our being. Spirit, soul, and body. Emotion, will, relationships. Inward peace, outward peace. Peace of mind, peace of conscience. In the word of the Apostle Paul, a peace that passes all understanding. It is not just peace that we are talking about, but it is perfect peace. The shalom, shalom, super, superlative peace of God. And that's what He will give to us, and that's what will keep us no matter what the political situation is, no matter what the world situation is that is embroiled and caught in the pandemic, the peace of God is with us. But how do you experience this kind of peace? Two keys. Firstly, it says here, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Whose mind is stayed on you? That's the first key. Our mind must be stayed on God. The mind means here the constitution of, of our thinking, the tendency of the mind. What our focus is. What our intentional riveting of the thoughts be. is the mind. God will keep us in perfect peace when our minds are intentionally focused and riveted on God Himself. That's the key. Paul talks about the renewed mind. When you have your mind focused on God, you can enjoy God's shalom, shalom, without depending on any pills at all. Some of us are stressed out simply because we have been allowing our minds to focus on so many things in the world. As a result, we either are not joyful or not peaceful. When your minds are focused on so many things in this world, they tend to steal your peace away. Things like worry. There are at least six enemies that steal your peace. Worry, fear, guilt, shame, Regret, busyness, all this still our peace of mind. 
That's why the Bible talks about whose mind is stayed on thee. When you focus your mind on the Lord and on the things of God, the peace of God will come upon us. The things of God refers also to passages like in Philippians. In Philippians, the Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, there are the eight filters. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Your mind is stayed on God and the things of God and He will fill you even with the peace. Things may happen in your life and my life that will really, really upset us, cause us to be disappointed, to worry and be anxious. It is in those moments that you have to lift yourself up. I have been in those situations whereby I just deliberately just fill my mind with the thoughts of God and begin to just praise and worship Him rather than focusing on the problems, rather than keep on worrying on my worry. Because many of our worries actually do not deserve our attention at all. 92% of the things that we worry about never happen or they could have happened and there's nothing that you could do about it. So why worry? Let's focus on God and the things of God. Things that will build you up. Billy Graham said, Many of you are filled with a thousand anxieties. Bring them to Jesus Christ by faith. I am learning in my own life, day by day, to keep my mind centered on Christ. The worries and anxieties and concerns of the world pass, and nothing but perfect peace is left in the human heart. How appropriate. So the first thing we need is a mind that is stayed on God. And secondly, a heart filled with trust. A heart filled with trust. He says here in verse 3, second part and verse 4, Because he trusts in you, trust in the Lord forever, for in Yah the Lord is everlasting strength. Another version, the good uh, God's word version says, because they trust you. Trust the Lord always, because the Lord, the Lord alone is an everlasting God. Because He trusts in you. To trust in God means just to lean on Him. Lean on Him. Have you been leaning on the Lord? Trust and peace goes hand in hand. You cannot have peace without trusting the person. So the Bible says, trust in the Lord, not just for a while, not just for a season, but forever. Don't let anything take you away from being faithful unto the Lord. And here, the double emphasis again appears. It says here, 
trust in the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. In Hebrew, it says Yah, trust in Yah, and then Jehovah, Yah and Jehovah, the Lord, the Lord. How powerful that is to trust in God, to trust in Jehovah. The eternal, the unchanging, the unlimited one. Yah and Jehovah, He knows your problem. He knows your need. He is able to bear you up. He is able to carry you through no matter what. That's the assurance that we have. And when we learn to trust in the Lord, to trust in His presence, to trust in His provision, to trust in His plan, to trust in His protection. Trust in the Lord. The Lord is the rock eternal. God is big enough to guard you, to keep you, and to bless you. Let me close with this story in Luke chapter eight, verse forty-three. Talks about a woman who has been suffering for twelve years. She has spent all her money on medicine, seen doctors and physicians. She had an issue on elf blood, and she was not well. She came into before Jesus Christ as Jesus was passing by, and she said, "If I could but touch." Jesus, the garment of Jesus, I will be healed. And she did that, and she was healed. Jesus later on found out who she was and affirmed her. And listen to what Jesus says. Jesus says, "Your faith, your faith has saved you." Your faith in me has made you whole. And Jesus added these words: "Go." In peace, go in peace. For twelve years, she never had any peace. A touch of Jesus, she was healed. She had that peace. That night, she slept like a baby. Have you been looking for that kind of a peace? It's found only in God. Peace I live with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. Jesus says, "I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid." John fourteen twenty seven, and in Philippians four seven, it summarizes all that I have said. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart. And your minds in Christ Jesus. Look to Him. Trust Him. Depend on Him. Call on Him. Shalom, shalom, only from the Lord, Lord Almighty. Shalom, shalom to you. Let's all pray. Have you? Been seeking for this kind of peace. I was for many years until I found Jesus Christ. And at the beginning of the message, I told you that this is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. 
when I was just a young, few months old Christian, I memorized this verse. Oh, thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. This peace is given only by Jesus Christ. You can experience it, but you must have peace with God before you can have the peace of God. If you do not know Jesus Christ and you like to receive Him as Lord and Savior, I'd like to pray with you. To ask Jesus Christ to come into your life and give you not just the peace of God, but first of all, to have peace with God. He has come, He has taken away all our sins and established that way to have peace with God. All you need to do is just pray. Please pray this prayer after me. Dear God, I'm so sorry. I've sinned against you. But I thank you that you sent Jesus Christ, my Redeemer, my Savior, my Peacemaker. I confess all my sins before you and I ask you to cleanse me and forgive me. I invite Jesus Christ to be my Savior, to be my Lord. I surrender my life totally into your hands. Lead me into your perfect joy and peace, O God. And I will follow after you. I will trust in you forever. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer, congratulations. This is the greatest thing that can ever happen to you. And we'd like to congratulate you and keep in touch with you. So please, please just uh, let us know of your decision by just connecting with us on the address that appears on the screen even right now. Praise the Lord. Congratulations once again. God has great things in store for you. But for the rest of us, let me pray for you right now. Just look to God, our source and our peacekeeper right now. Hallelujah. Lord, there are those whose hearts are in trouble right now because of their situations. Some are in such a dire need, dear Lord, because of this pandemic and because of their career, because of their job, because of their family. So many things that trouble their heart. But I, right now, Lord, I just speak your shalom, shalom into their hearts, dear God. That no matter what happens, oh God, we know that you will keep us in your shalom, shalom, and nothing can take us out of your protection, out of the hedge that you have put around your children. So I speak your shalom, Lord. And at night, Lord, those who have been depending on pills to sleep, I pray, dear Lord, that the peace of God, the overwhelming peace of God will fill the heart and Lord, like the psalmist, they are able to say, I can sleep in peace. Thank you, dear Lord. And Lord, whatever situations that are in that trouble their heart, I speak the peace of God into them to know, Lord, that you are in control. You will deliver, you will bless, you will provide, dear Lord. Our trust is in you and in you alone. You will make a way, dear Lord, when it seems to be impossible even. So bless your people and I declare shalom, shalom to each life, to each family. Oh God, let our hearts be filled with your shalom right now. Guard our minds, 
Fill our hearts, I pray, even with your presence, the presence of Jehovah Shalom. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Type on the chat group. Shalom, shalom to everybody. Amen. Amen and 